Hello guys, welcome back to the Watchaholic. Here we are. We are back today. Oh my god, I am so so tired, but uh we are joined again by uh my co-host Rodney Pena. Hey Rod, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Good day, everyone. Today's episode should be interesting. Should be should interesting. Be, should be interesting for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh we are going to be talking about a <laughs> A very, um, I guess, con- not controversial, but it can be controversial no, no. these days. Yes. Uh, yes, controversial these days because, you know, what is social media is not what it was a long time ago. Um, you're either, it, it, with social media these days, you cannot be a middle person. It's either no. you're, it's either it's bad or it's good. You can't. There is no like, gray area. There is no, no gray, gray area. Yeah, nowadays. So, you know, this like talking about certain topics certain franchises can get very heated we should we should do an episode on that we should focus an episode on the tribalism of fandom i think that would be a fantastic episode because we could do tribalism on fandom for so many things and usually tribalism in fandom you find in sports you know you have yankee fans i'm a yankee fan you have people that are red Sox fans you have people that are knicks fans you have people that are bulls fans you have people that are Blue Devil fans that are North Carolina Tar Heel fans, like it's a tribalism because it's sports, but it's different. It's competitive. But when you think about movie franchises and TV franchises, you know you got Marvel versus DC, you have Star Wars versus Star Trek, you have um, I don't know, name the franchise. It's just it's insane. And you're right, uh, social media has catapulted that to levels that are unheard of. To the point where within the same fandoms, you have different sides, which is insane because it's like, okay, we all like the same thing, but you're against me because of this. It's it is ridiculous. And I feel like I feel like sometimes when that happens, not sometimes I'm really more now than ever. I feel like it's just taking the fan out of fandom like it's and the fun out of fandom because it's just now it's just it's a it's a greedy take. And it's like you're taking what we love as fans and you're making it into something nasty and yeah it's uh that will be a an awesome episode i definitely think we should pencil that in in the future and we could because we could do a big breakdown on that yeah because it it has gotten pretty pretty crazy um you know i'm on tiktok rodney's not on tiktok but i am on tiktok and um I am on TikTok more than I am on Instagram these days, which is kind of funny and crazy because that is the world we're living in now. Like Instagram is now becoming slowly becoming like the Facebook and it's all about TikTok these days. But, um, you know, I follow a lot of creators on TikTok who, you know, do movie reviews and just talk about movies on their TikTok. And they sometimes come on there and they're like, you know, I'm not even going to talk about this show because if I do, it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like you can't, yeah. you can't like have your opinion because then on your comments you're just gonna be like attacked by like so many people about your opinion. Yeah. Movies are I, now like giving yeah. opinions on movies like talking about religion or politics. Now it is, it is yes. insane, and it was never like that. It really was never like that, and it's like I said, it's taken the fun out of it. And listen, I know we're all passionate fans about these franchises and these IPs. You know, I love Star Wars 
as much as so many other people love Star Wars. Are there some people that are bigger fans than others? Yes. Are there some people that are more knowledgeable than others? Yes. But we all share a love for it. So just because I was, I've been a fan of Star Wars since 1977, or I've been a fan mm-hmm. of Marvel since before the movies came out, it doesn't mean that your opinion matters more or less than a person that started the fandom later on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I see you see that happen so very much nowadays. And when you have conversation, when you try to have a conversation with someone, they immediately poo-poo you because they're like, oh, well, you know, I've been watching this since the beginning, since its inception, or I've been watching this since, you know, the movie started. Mm-hmm. Um, and since the movie started, everything has been great. You know, it doesn't matter what happened before because what matters is what I know. And it's like, you know, it's it just, it really, it's not a healthy way of having a conversation because at the end of the day, the reason we do this podcast is to have conversations and give opinions. Mel, you and I, we have very different opinions about different movies and TV Mm -hmm. shows. We've always had since we were young and even now, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we can't have an honest, good conversation, even a debate on our, our varying opinions. So, you know, I do hope that this podcast, when people listen to it, get an idea that, yeah, you can have a healthy conversation as a Mm -hmm. human being about shows and about movies and about different things, you know? So let's be the example, Mel. Let's show people how it's done. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Let's exactly that. I completely agree because it can get, it can get nasty out there for sure. Um, Especially with the topic that we will be talking about today, which is Star Wars. Um, Today we will be diving into our, some some interesting shows from uh star wars on disney plus we'll be talking about obi-wan um mandalorian and the newest show and or um so let's just get into it right now actually so let's start off with talking let's go back like let's just because it's been let's just go all the way back so we'll start off with book of boba fett because it's been a while since that i think that, i don't even remember when that dropped because i feel like that was like I was early this year. That was, was that early, early this year. Oh I God. think that was early this year. Um, I want to say January or February. I might be wrong, but yeah, it was early this year. God, my God, it seems like that's a long time ago. Actually, I might be wrong. Game. It might have been that might have been late last year. Oh my! No way. Why do I feel like it was December? I don't even know. Was it? Okay. Well, anyway. No, okay. yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This The first episode dropped December 29th, 2021. This, wow, so into the new year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think, not on the podcast, I think Rodney and I covered this, like, we, well, not covered, but we, talk, we talked about this, like, just us um, a little bit. We didn't really kind of, like, dive in, because to me, that show was very much, like, it was okay. Like, I didn't love it. It was okay. Um, but also, I am not, like, I, okay, f- let's just throw it out there first. Like, where I land in the Star Wars fandom, I guess, is I'm a fan of the movies, but I'm not somebody who's, like, diehard, knows everything, is, like, really, like, like I'm not that person. Like, mm-hmm. I just really enjoy the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, and I, I wasn't alive when the the originals came out i was more of a the, i would be the prequel technically that would i would be that um 
in that fandom would be the prequels. I remember watching all of the prequels in the movie theater. Like I have avid memories of watching um, Revenge of the Sith in the movie theater. Like I have pictures. I went after school in high school. I was in high school when that came out. I literally have memories of like going to the movie theater after school with like three of my best friends and have pictures with like the Anakin Skywalker like cutouts like hilarious oh my god to be young again um, <laughs> to be young again the things you did um and back then like I I wasn't like one of those people who was very like anti the prequels because I was so I was like I was in high school so to me I was just like oh it's great um but obviously you know we know the flaws that are in the prequels obviously it's some good and some bad stuff in that mm-hmm. um but that's just my background. What would you say your background is, uh, Rodney? All right. Well, um, the original came out in '77, so I that was came out before I was born. Um, I ended up becoming I became a fan of the original movies. That's when I became a fan because I'm an '80s kid. So, um, yeah, I you know I I absorbed the first the first uh, originals. You know, uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. When would you um, say you know, how old were you when you were introduced to Star Wars? A kid, I was probably like um, six, seven, eight, yeah. something in that okay. in that realm. Um, and it was, uh, you know, we had a we had a cassette. I don't know if many people know what that is, the VHS cassette, <laughs> and uh, you know that's how I watched them. I think I had spoken about this on the podcast before. I, w- I would love going to go to your house to visit because your dad had um, a VHS copy of Return of the Jedi, and I never had Return of the Jedi. So every time I would go to visit you oh, and your mom and your dad, I would always watch Return of the Jedi because it would be like, okay, this is, this is the only place I could watch it because we don't have it. You know, we yeah. had we had um, we had Empire Strikes Back, and uh, we had I think it was A New Hope. I want to say we had it too. But yeah, so every time I would go to the house, I would always watch Return of the Jedi because I'm like, okay, this is the only place I could watch it. So yeah, that was my thing. And then you know, obviously, you know, I was in high school when the, um, I was in the latter years of high school when the prequels dropped. And Were um, you? There's no way. Were you really? When did when the, the original first... prequel drop? Well, because if I was, that was in high senior school, year. It was senior one. year. Oh, it was senior year. Okay, that makes more sense because I would because when Phantom of the Menace came out, I would probably yeah. still have been like, because yeah. movies, ob- guys, obviously watch Hollywood listeners. Obviously, movies didn't come out as fast as they used to back in the day. Now yeah. you've got you know movies they come out so fast like the sequels. Yeah. Back in the day, I think it took a little bit longer. It took did a, it not? Um, it took like, a did, long. Time. Did the prequels out? Were they released in a year within each other, or was there no. more time? No, no right. There was always more time, like back unless then, they like, shot the movies back to back, but it took more time. I want to say it took maybe like a uh, maybe a year between, maybe yeah. or maybe more. But I remember Phantom Menace dropped, and I remember senior year It was a huge deal when Phantom Menace to see the the trailer dropped. It was a because you know we were going back <laughs> into that world, yeah. And you know the, what happened was there was there was a slow build up. Like, remember, this was obviously a time before, you know, uh, uh, viral stuff, Twitter and, and TikTok and, and all these things. So Lucas had released a special edition version of the originals mm-hmm. um, movies. So there was, a you know, a lot of people went to the theaters to go see. So there was a lot of um, hype surrounding those films. 
And there was a lot of little rumors you were reading. If you would go on these little websites and stuff, these Star Wars websites or these movies websites, that there was a lot of rumors stating, oh, there's a big possibility, you know, that there might be some new Star Wars content coming out soon. And nobody knew what it was about until it was officially mentioned. Yes, uh, Lucas is working on prequels Mm -hmm. to the original movie. And then that's when they started slowly releasing the casting and everything. And then the movie dropped, you know, and uh, it was... uh, it was interesting. It was, I want to say it was a hit, but not what people expected it, not as big as people expected it to be. And um, the subsequent movies followed along with that too. You know, there was a lot of, um, I guess what it, sure. there was a lot of backlash, but I guess it was just the expectation of those films weren't like the originals. And, and that's such a hard thing to do because the originals are just beloved films. They're very, it's, it's very hard to live up to the, love of those original movies so those prequels had a lot to live up to and then obviously we come into the modern modern time of where we're at now with the disney um uh under released under the disney umbrella with you know um oh um, man. the last the last and those Whoa. are yeah and Whoa, you know man. it's funny those these newer movies this is what is, this is what's happened these newer movies had made people go back to the prequels and made people appreciate the prequels more in every single aspect, except Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. People still hate that shit. But, um, oh God, sorry, side note. Have you heard of the, the actor who talks about Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, I felt bad for that guy. Yeah. guy. I felt yeah. so bad, like him talking yeah. about how, like, how bad, but like, even then, I'm not scared to think, but even then, People were coming for this man, like death threats mm. and shit like this. And like it wasn't how social media was today where there was easy access to the way you could talk yeah. to people. Imagine that was now. Yeah. Oh man, it'd be crazy. It'd it would be, be like crazy. A million times worse. But like there's the actor who played Jar Jar Binks came out and for those of you who don't know, came out and talked about his experience, you know, after that movie and how like it really ruined him like his mentally because people were just like, like, Oh my God, this is a character created and people hated it so hated much. Like this guy, they were like coming, coming for this. Poor, poor, yeah. I mean, actor. the character was annoying and stuff, but I wasn't to the point where I'm like, Oh, I hate this character. I don't want it. I don't want anything. I, to do. I, mean, I was like, I whatever. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't take away from the movie. I mean, there was some, there was some, you know, kind of stupid things with that character that was kind of just, you I know, feel like I need to I haven't was, seen it in yeah. so long. And in that moment, when I think about Attack of the Clones, like, I'm never, like, I can't remember Jar Jar Binks like that. I don't know. I must have been, I just, like, I must have just been too young. To well, you really, see, like, in the movies, in the in the, in the the Attack of the Clones and even in Revenge of the Sith, they minimize them so much because I think Lucas probably heard all the backlash and how people yeah. hated it. So he was just, he was completely just non-existent in the other yeah. two. It was the first movie, he was very existent and... It was just very silly. It was very, very silly. And, it, you know, it's, uh, listen, at, <laughs> we will have to understand what Star Wars is. And um, we'll get into the shows. Um, but I just want to, I just want a little side thing. If you get a chance on Netflix, there's a show called The Toys That Made Us. Oh, well, I've, seen the, I've seen the movies version. I haven't seen the toys one. When you get a chance, watch the toys one. And watch the Star Wars episode. And that will explain everything you need to know about Star Wars in general. Oh. Okay. So I'll be let me be let me even take it a step further. They should do a movie about Lucas 
getting the deals for the toy. Oh. It is so fascinating and so interesting. And yeah, if you get a chance, you know, uh, Watchaholic listeners and even you, Mel, Netflix, The Toys That Made Us, and it's in the first season and it's a Star Wars episode. It's super entertaining. It's very fun. As a matter of fact, that show is great because it just gives a lot of background on just toys in general. The Barbie episode is oof, amazing. But the Star Wars episode, just it really sheds a light on Star Wars as a franchise and how much money is generated from the movie, but also from toy sales. But when you get a chance to watch it, because oh, it okay. explains a whole lot. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, um, there's obviously been a lot of controversy in regards to the Disney movies released under the Disney umbrella. Uh, there's yeah, been a lot of, um, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of backlash with those films. Some deserve and some definitely not deserved. And um, it's uh, I, the biggest, you know, the thing with those movies is like they 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 could have they could have done better if they just had a cohesive plan. Yeah. You know, you've you had three. It felt like three different storylines in all three different movies. Like, how were these all linked? Did they have two directors or three? They had two, two directors, two. But they two. changed in between, which is why there was a a clear yeah. change in the story as to the way that and even in style and even in style, style it was just, like it was, yeah yeah because yeah jj abrams direct the first one um well, i really i really like jj abrams yeah i like jj abrams a lot of people are, they're not big stuff. on him i like him i think he's good he does some good star trek stuff he does some, like yeah yeah star trek. Star trek um good. then ryan johnson did um the last jedi um and then jj came back to do rise of the skywalker so mm-hmm. you had a, a difference in style and a difference in story. And I feel like the new movies, I feel like this is where, this to me had more to do with Disney than it had to do, well, Disney, because Disney owns it. It had nothing to do with Lucas. Lucas had no say in it. No. You know, so this is just, I think, Disney, this is more Disney than anything else. I think Disney saw the opportunity of like, oh, we're bringing back Star Trek. We're bringing back the new cast. We're doing all these things. And Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. And it's just like, like you said, I feel like there was a plan there. But I also feel that after the first movie, um, this director, Ryan Johnson, kind of wanted to put his own stamp on the franchise, which I have no problem with. I just feel like if you want to put the stamp on the franchise, then let him get his own movie and let him get his own trilogy and let him go off like that. Or let Ryan Johnson direct from the beginning. They should have had J.J. direct all three movies because at least you'd get the same style and you get one cohesive storyline because it's a departure from the first movie to the second movie and then the third movie. It's like you kind of have to wrap up Yeah, you have to wrap up everything and kind of like, kind of connected but then it didn't really make sense and it was just it was just just, very it was very choppy yeah it was very messy it was very choppy and i don't mind messy you can be messy and still be an entertaining movie to watch but even that was it was just hard to be entertained because there was so many things left unanswered and so many things that were just kind of just throwaway lines you know like the whole thing with Ray, who's the whole the whole mystery oh, the in the Ray. movie was who's Ray, who's Ray, who's Ray, who are Ray parents? Like I feel like that yeah. should have been kind of the underlying story, 
and it it was never answered. We never found out who her parents. parents were. You know, you know, just random people. And then even in part two, you know, the movie ends with, oh, anybody can be a Jedi. You say the little kid at the end, and yeah. it's just like I'm like I'm like I'm like what are you? I'm like okay, I'm okay, I'm fine with that, but I'm like, why are you doing this in the second movie? This should have been dropped in the first movie because then you could build on it. The yeah. next movie, we have to tie up all these loose ends, and then the whole thing with, with yeah, Kylo but wasn't it Ren. revealed that Palpatine was like her like grandfather or something? Like that? I, I, that honestly, I don't even I don't even remember that. That's how that's bad what it was. is. Because the second one, it was like Kylo Ren was like you're nobody, blah blah blah, and then you're like, oh okay, she's nobody, and then in the third one, it was like, oh no, she's mm-hmm. someone because then they introduced the whole like that she has like she had the. Those, what is it? The evil, what the, uh, the force? Yeah, thing. the electricity thing. Yeah, that come out yeah. of it, and then all of a sudden it was like, wait, what? And then it was revealed that like Palpatine was the puppet all along, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. Was it in the? Which one was it? Which one was the one? Was the first or the second one when they like killed Snoke? Is that the first second one? one. Second yeah, one. See, it was a beautiful scene, but then it was just like, okay, so then who's the villain? Like, uh, like that it, the, the villain was just killed off and then and then it was like so is kylo ren and this is my issue this is my issue with modern disney is they feel the need to always have i'm sorry about this i'm sorry modern star wars under the disney umbrellas they feel the need to have to always bring everything and attach it right back to the skywalkers yes like i don't understand the fear that they have in just telling an original story within the star wars mythos and it's like, okay, granted, I understand the Skywalkers are there. These actors of the original movies are there. I love it. Okay, so we had Harrison Ford. We had um, the late Carrie Fisher. And then we had um, uh, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. This is the saddest part of it all. We had all three of these actors alive by the, at the first movie. We never got a scene of all three of them together. Oh, Yeah. Never. And I feel like the biggest wasted opportunity was that. If you really, if Disney really wanted to kind of just hold on and, and hug the nostalgia, which is what they really wanted to do, uh-huh. then why didn't you give us that in the, the first, first movie? Yeah. Give us that in the first movie. I understand, oh, yeah, well, Luke was lost in the solar system or whatever. Great. Fine. Listen, if you that, you want to keep that storyline, fine. Maybe have the scene where when, when Ray leaves to go find Luke, Maybe have Han and Leia there so they all see each other with Chewie. You want to talk about a great ending. Yeah. People would be like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. It's all, you, would have, you might have had people crying in the theater. Yeah. We never got that. Han was killed off. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Han was killed <laughs> off in the first movie. And then Leia, um, everybody survived. And then obviously, you know, Carrie Fisher passed away in, um, after the second movie. And then the third movie, you know... Um, we had uh, just Mark Hamill there, and then and then they brought back. Wait, no, was he Harrison in the third one? No, no, I'm sorry, he wasn't. No, he, he was no, only, they he killed was only him in the, the second. They killed them off in the second, yeah. And again, it was just like all over the place. And then in the third one, Harrison Ford came back as a ghost or a mental thing. I I don't. I still don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I think it was a mental thing for Kylo because, okay, this is so funny to me. Which is like, fine. I have, no problem. I have no problem with that. I'm okay with that. It's just like, I just feel like that was them grasping at, oh, we got to bring, we got to do this. And I'm like, you guys could have done this from the beginning instead of throwing all this in the last movie. Last it's movie. just too much 
to throw in the last movie. And it was just, it was all over the place. And again, I'm fine with movies being all over the place if they're entertaining, but this movie wasn't entertaining. It just wasn't. Like there was, it it was, it just was not. I hate to say it, you know what I mean? And and even the ending was very just like, oh yeah, I'm Ray Skywalker. I'm like, okay, so you took the Skywalker name. Like you don't need to be a and, and it pissed me off. Like she does not need to be attached to Skywalker. Why couldn't it have just been? You know how the ending should have been? Oh, what is your name? Ray. Just Ray. Yeah. Just Ray. Like you want to talk about empowerment of a character? I don't fucking need to be attached to the Skywalkers. I'm my own fucking character. Let me be me. That's how it should have been. And mm. they didn't do that because again, this is this is what modern Star Wars is. Is we have to attach ourselves to the Skywalkers. No, you don't. Star Wars is a vast, and I mean vast, universe. There's there's so many great stories out there. Let's like you know, let's let's explore it. And I feel mm-hmm. like maybe that's what they tried to do with the shows. And let's yes. now transition yes, exactly. to the talking of the with, shows. Yeah, and like Mandalorian definitely started that. You know, yeah. obviously, right now we are. We are kind of getting in a little bit. Season three is getting a little bit murky. It's season three, yeah. It's it seems like it's getting a little murky, but it did start off as its own thing, which is why it was so popular. You know, yeah. there was no like, oh, who is this? You know, like the only connection there could have been was like because everyone called him Baby Yoda because you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, is that Yoda as a child? Because like, you know, you didn't know yet like yeah. where. It was in the storyline, where in the in the, in the timeline of of the Star Wars that we know, yeah. And then you're you know you you're kind of just like okay, well, who is this character? That relationship that they built together, like it was its own thing. It had his yeah. own characters, his own. This is a character that we don't know who he is. Don't know any. I don't know. For me, honestly, like because I'm not a huge like like I don't know about Star Wars lore like that. To me, I was just like so the. The Mandalorian is a the Mandalorians are a kind of like they're a race. Uh, they're a, a they're race. a they're a religion. It's a religion. A it's religion. a religion. So like a, a Boba Fett, religion, yeah. Like Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. Well, his um, because he has his, you know the the he helmet. Has the helmet, yeah. He's he's of that creed of the Mandalorian of 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 a Mandalorian, um, but you know. It, it's kind of hard to explain. Let's just put it like this. Being a Mandalorian, there's a creed. It's like a religion. And that's what it is. Anybody could be a Mandalorian. You just have to, you have to pretty much from a young age be in that, be in that um credo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Django Fett, who's Boba's dad, was of that creed, was a, a was a, a Mandalorian. But obviously. You know, he kind of wasn't a strict follower of the religion <laughs> because he didn't adhere to a lot of the rules that we find out, you know, within the Mandalorian show, what you mm-hmm. must do. You must never take your helmet off in front of other people, blah, 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 blah which obviously Jango Fett did in the movies and stuff like that. So he was he was under the religion, but he wasn't really, uh, you know, a follower. He was, he was a ca- follower. He was a, he was a cafeteria Mandalorian. You know? <laughs> he'll dabble in sometimes, and then he'll just, you know, be like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, no, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, right in what you said. The season one of Mandalorian, what I loved so much about that 
show and that season was that it felt fresh. It felt like this is what I'm talking about. There is literally no connection to the Star Wars universe here other than this little baby Yoda thing that looks like Yoda, but it's not Yoda. Because no, remember, Yoda's not one of a kind. There's a lot of that's a race of alien within that universe. Mm-hmm. So, other than that looking like Yoda, there's no connection. There's no handcuffing to that. And I love that. I love because it felt like original, it felt like its own thing. And that's what made that show amazing. And then season two came along. And then that's when you kind of started to see okay, so y'all are starting to connect connect things and it's like okay i don't mind the connection thing i don't hands but arms length keep it at arms length. yes (laughs) you know and there was a few episodes there like the ahsoka episode was awesome because it was cool to see ahsoka live action we never really got to see a live action and the casting of rosario dawson was awesome that's an that's a by the way that's an internet casting because a lot of people had Ahsoka for, oh, for, really? for her. That was an internet casting, big time. But oh. she was great in it, loved it. And then obviously the season finale, which had everybody in tears with Luke coming back. Awesome scene, just real cool. Great to see Luke there. Um, and and I was okay with it. Um, I was because I just thought the ending was so well done. I was like, I can't really, it's hard for me to hate on yeah. this and say anything because it, it was, was just so very good. well done. And it was such an emotional ending. Mm-hmm. Oh and, God, yeah, it was emotional because he had to say bye and yeah, and take and, it. Oh my God, yeah. the little hand, the <laughs> little hand. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a very powerful. Scene. And then obviously, you know, the villain in that show. Um, uh, um, oh yeah, I forgot, I'm forgetting his name, but the actor is uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who's just awesome in everything he does. He's yes. such a great uh, uh, actor, and he's so such an imposing person in terms mm-hmm. of how he acts like and the funny thing is that the actor he knows it so he always plays up to that anytime he's like in public like he's always told stories of like i saw an interview interview uh way long ago when he was on conan and he was um he, he was waiting on he was at a restaurant he was waiting online for the bathroom and this lady walked up behind him and she didn't see who it was she's like oh is this the line to the bathroom and he kind of slowly turns his head around like that and he's like yes and then the lady's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you, because he was in Breaking Bad. And he's yeah. like, oh, it's Gus. And he's like, he's like, the, the person comes out of the bathroom and he goes politely. He's like, would you like to go ahead? <laughs> and she looks at him like, she was like, he's like, this lady looks so scared when I said it. <laughs> but anyway, just going back to that. Yeah, we had him. He was a, he was an awesome villain. He had the dark saber. Like, there's so many really cool things with that show that I loved. And... Again, the ending was so beautifully done. It was handled well. There was a lot of just like uh, that's that season two finale was great because you didn't know where the show was going. Like honestly, at that point, I was like, okay, well, maybe we're now gonna get Mando telling, you know, going on his own adventure, and maybe they'll bring the kid back at mm-hmm. some point, you know, because maybe they're trying to build to something. Yeah. But but this is the thing, and and when we talk about when, when we get into talking about um. Obi-Wan, I'll go into how I feel with this thing. This is the thing about when you connect things to the Skywalkers. The Skywalker saga is all we know in live actions in terms of Star Wars, correct? So we kind of know the ins and outs of who they've been involved with and all these things. So by them putting Luke in there at that age and then them giving baby Yoda to or Grogu to, um, to Luke... 
you would have thought or you would have you would have known like okay we would have known about grogu because it falls within the history of the skywalkers yeah right yeah 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 but as far as i know within talking about star wars and stuff and even looking at the prequel uh, not the prequels the uh, the the new movies there was no mention of grogu at all so it's kind of like okay so what happens to Grogu? What's going on there? Does he die? Because we never mentioned, they never mentioned anything about Grogu. We only know about Grogu in this series. And then we get the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, let's go into Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> now, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to fast forward to the, to, the, to the season finale of Boba Fett. We'll go into the beginnings. We'll, we'll breeze through it because I think you and I feel the same way about that series. Yeah. The Book of Boba Fett was the Book of Boba Fett for like a handful of episodes because halfway through it kind of became Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah, and that that was weird to me. And I don't know if it's, it was because like, oh, we got to bring, we got to bring some people into the show or grab them. They're like, oh, well, I know what to do. Let's bring, because how could they have a, f- there was a full episode that was, was a like Mandalorian a, episode. It was a full I episode. Like it was like, I felt like it was like two episodes that were very Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It, <clears throat> yeah, it was because it was the, the one when he like has to get Oh, I forget what it was. He meets with the with the rest of the Mandalorian of the women. Yeah. And then there's that guy and they have to like, battle for yeah. I forget what they're battling for, but whatever, that episode. And then the episode when he goes and meets um Luke and Ahsoka. Luke and, and Ahsoka and, and all that stuff. <clears throat> I think those and are two episodes. The armor. Yeah, and, and it was it was just weird because I'm like, okay, this show is supposed to be <clears throat> about Boba Fett. And listen, when that trailer dropped, I was I was kind of excited because I was like, okay. You know, maybe we're going to go into like a, a um, like my thought about it was like, okay, he went back to where, you know, to take over for, 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 for Boba, for, um, for Jabba the Hutt. And, you know, Jabba the Hutt was kind of like, this is kind of like a mafia thing. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah. we're going to get kind of like a mafia Star Wars kind of story. I'm like, okay, this shit's going to be kind of interesting then. Because this is what it is. Then this, you know, we're going to have like mob ties and mafia shit. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like more like, what? We're going to get like a Godfather type thing. I'm like, okay, I-, I could roll with this. And then when we got the show, I'm like, what the? Like, I'm, I- I- to this day, I'm still trying to figure out what the show was. What is it about? Like, <laughs> what do you, you know, I like, don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff we got. I like that we got some episodes that focus on the Tusken Raiders. You know, yeah, that I was always the, on. I liked the, like, the sand people. The I-, I like that. I like that we got some background on a lot of things, which I thought was really cool. I enjoyed that. I, I, like I how actually... did we get to where he was when 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 Boba Fett was introduced in the Mandalorian, which was like, yeah. oh man, like what's going on? And like yeah. who is like who is this person now? Yeah. I did like that book of Boba Fett really, you know, dived into like what happened after he fell into the sand pit. The, the thing or whatever. pit, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. I like that I we got that. all that stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I dug all that now, stuff. The only thing I didn't, not that I didn't like, but like, um, you had this the villain, villain was he a villain? The guy, the little cowboy, pretty weird with the Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yes. Now Cad Bane is famous because of the um the Clone War series. Yeah, he's in the. But then they like killed him off. So like, I was like, I'm like, wait, what? Like yeah. that was like I feel like that was a waste of a villain. Like he was a a very good villain. Yeah. Um, like I, that I just, scene it, when he goes and kills. Yeah. The, other guy, 
the other cowboy looking guy who yeah. every single time I see him, I think he's Josh Demel. Everybody, but he's not. everybody says the same thing. Yeah, he looks. <laughs> they look exactly. They could be, how they have not played brothers in a movie? I don't. I don't know. Um, every time, like at first, I was like, "Is that Josh?" Dem- oh no, that's the other actor. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. That's the name. Timothy. Yes. Oliphant. Yeah. yeah. Which I was upset. I'm like, did they actually kill him off? Like, I liked that character. Yeah, he's an awesome character. He's yeah, a cool, cool dude. You he know. was really cool. I really liked it. I liked when he was introduced and everything. So I was like, I was like, maybe he's not dead. Maybe, maybe he's not. Maybe they're just yeah. saying he is and he's not. But whatever. Then they, yeah. Then they had this the villain, and then they just like killed him off. I thought it was a kind of like a waste. Yeah. That the okay. So then going into the finale. What did yeah. you think of the finale of that episode of that show? Um, if we can even remember, because it was a long time ago. It was a long time point. ago. But uh, one thing I do remember, which I absolutely hated, like I I again, this goes back to this goes back to what I felt about Mandalorian season two, where it ended. It was like oh, this beautiful and powerful goodbye, and I honestly thought, okay, we're not gonna get Grogu for a while. Like we might not see Grogu until maybe he's. A little older and he's actually talking you know so I, and and i was okay with that i wanted that because i feel like maybe we needed that de- we need that little depart that little mm-hmm. break let mando mm-hmm. go on his adventures and stuff and then let grogu find him later on something like that mm-hmm. but again this is you being this is me being the director and the producer in my head and yeah whatever. <laughs> i did not expect what we got in terms of okay we're getting episodes where okay Bo, wait so mando's gonna go see the kid now like why I don't I don't want that. Like okay, I understand this he's also, attached. This is a Boba Fett show. That yeah, to me is the at most least wait for se- like, keep that yeah, keep that for season 3. Keep it for season 3. Like why why did they have to put that in Boba Fett? The show is about and, Boba Fett. And then that's when I when I was talking about earlier when going back to the finale of Boba Fett, Mando sees the kid and it's just a, it's just such a dumb way they're like he Mando happens to land on the on the on the chariot where the kid is with Grogu and then the lady are trying to get to wherever they're trying to get to. He said, he said, oh kid, it's you. Oh, it's great to see you. This and that. And I'm like, this? This is how this we're is gonna get this is it? This is the this is the way. This is <laughs> this is how we're gonna get this is how we're gonna get them being reintroduced to each other. Like, really? Like it was just so like I was honestly, I was just so disappointed. I was like, "This, this fucking sucks, man." Because of the emotional high from 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 season two, where they separate and and people are in tears at this moment. Yes, yes. To this, like, I I feel like it, it should have been. Me, it cheapened. It, it cheapened. It cheapened the end of season two, big time. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, okay, so what was the whole point of even season two? So I mean, I said so the finale. And then I was like, oh, so the whole point of the finale is for you to show us Luke for what? Nostalgia purposes. That's all yeah. that was. Literally, that's all that was for. <clears throat> it wasn't for yeah. it wasn't for the story because because if you already at that point you already knew, oh no, he's gonna get see he's gonna get a uh, Grogu back within the season mm-hmm. of 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 Boba Fett. So then mm-hmm. that whole thing of of Luke was just a a, a, a pure um um a nostalgia factor. Um uh, fan pleasing service. That's all that was. Yeah, fan yeah. service, and it's just it like good. I was so disappointed. Yeah, it was good, but I still but feel like it kind of cheapened it, it though. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's like it's like the whole point of this was you know you're trying to give your your whole point of season two was he was he wanted to take uh, Grogu to the Jedi, and I would have been happy 
with him just giving giving Grogu to Ahsoka because I actually thought that brought more even more mystery to it because we didn't know what happened to Ahsoka after the whole Clone Wars thing. Yeah. You know, we knew what happened to Luke, but we don't know what happened to Ahsoka. So that's why I said that uh, by them giving Grogu to Luke, I'm like, okay, but why haven't we heard any mention of Grogu at all, even in the newer movies? You know, because if that's a- I guess that's, well, I gotta say, though, I feel like that's probably one of the hardest things to do is that because it's like, if you've already written, if the movie's already happened, then you can't go back and like add a character. Thank you. Thank you. But then that's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Then why do you even try to attach it to that? Yeah. Don't attach to it. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Your easy out would have been Ahsoka take him or 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 have another Jedi come in and take him. But don't attach it to Luke because we already know what the outcome is to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But maybe the reason why he never spoke about him was because then he just left. Because clearly... The kid left. The kid chose the Mandalorian. So like, there's nothing. There's no reason for him to bring it up. It could be different if he'd be if it would be like the the kid stayed with him for a very long time. Then it would be like, oh, that's weird. Why didn't he mention him? But he was there for like you know a bit. He's like, oh, this is a very strong kid. Oh, I, you're not gonna I, be with me. Maybe that's I, I, that's why they were like, okay, let's get rid of him again. But it did kind of. I see what you're saying. I, I get that. And then you know that was my that whole thing. Of what I just talked about with Boba Fett, and I think we both agree Boba Fett was was mid at was best, mid. very mm-hmm. mid at best, and it's a series Is that, that another season. I haven't. I think really. I, I thought I thought I heard that there was gonna be, but I don't think I really need another season. There was a lot of no. little corny aspects that I didn't like. I didn't like the little motorcycle gang with the neon. I was like, "What is this? This does this doesn't this doesn't come the- off as doesn't co- this doesn't." F- it just it, it came off very sanitized of yeah. what Star Wars mafia shit is supposed to be. Even the even um even the uh the 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 black Chewbacca, he looked really cool. And they was just like the way they introduced him, he looked badass. And even he was very sanitized. Like I was like, what? Like I'm supposed to be threatened by these things? I don't feel threatened at all. Like I don't feel scared being around these people or these mm. characters. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like, you know. I don't know. I just said and it was cool. Uh, just a quick before we move on, uh, a quick little shout out to Danny Trejo, aka Machete, who made the the little cameo appearance in in in, uh, in Boba Fett as the Rancor trainer. I thought that was pretty cool because I don't know if you know the person that was executive producer of this whole series was um, uh, Robert Rodriguez, who did Desperado. And, oh, and, yeah, which is yes. just another reason yes. why I was like, damn, I wanted this series to be good because you know Robert Rodriguez did it, and you know he was he, you know, he's, yeah. you know, Latin dude, you know, like I wanted I wanted this thing to pop off, and it just I'm sorry, it just didn't, man. And I don't even know, I don't even think I want a second season. I I don't, I don't need we, it. I don't think we need it. I don't I just to me it'd be a waste. Do something else. Do something else. Move yeah. on. Do something else. Um, but yeah, just to go back to what we were talking about um, in regards to what I was saying about handcuffing everything to the Skywalkers and everything, let's move forward to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, okay. <laughs> now, I you and I, we both, you and I, when we've heard, oh, they're going to do Obi-Wan, we kind of were like, awesome, you know, because we kind of like, yeah. we knew there was, that was another show that, you know, you heard rumors, little rumors about, mm-hmm. you know, you and McGregor saying, yo, he'd love to come back and reprise the role. You know, you heard these little inklings and then it was brought out. Yeah, we're going to do 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. And everybody was like, yeah, da 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 awesome, yeah. this and that. And, you know? and they said, and we're bringing back Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. And then even more people were like, oh, yes, I'm so yeah. happy. He gets yeah. his redemption, you know, yeah. because he is not well-loved in the prequels. And I mean, his no, act, no. the acting is pretty is pretty bad. Mm. Um, but... <laughs> I still think of, I mean, to me, I always just laugh at Revenge of the Sith. Some of the lines in that are pretty. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, they're pretty cringe. Pretty they're cringe. pretty cringe, but I think I, I, I still love, I still loved it, even though it's cringy AF. But it's fine. It's fine. People, yeah, and people, so people were very excited that he was going to be coming back. Because how many years has it been? Had it been? Wasn't the last movie in two? Was it two thousand three? The last movie? No. Two thousand three, two thousand four. Oh, 2005, no. I think. No. Uh, yeah, it was later because I was in high school. Yeah, so 2005, I graduated I think. in 2007. So um, let me see. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, but um, Obi-Wan Kenobi was... Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi was like one of these shows that... It was like, okay, let's see what we're going to get. Because what is this show going to be about? Is it going to be... We're assuming it took place right after um, Revenge of the Sith. So it's just, what is it going to focus on? And right away, it's just, we find out that, okay, Obi-Wan is on Tatooine and he's just looking over Luke, but he stopped practicing being a Jedi. He's literally just um, hid himself um, away from the Empire and everything. He's pretty much a like a hermit. You know, he works at a factory or something. And all he does is look over, you know, Luke, make sure Luke is okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but you could tell like the when he, because he thinks that Anakin is dead, you know, that yeah. has really affected him yeah, mentally. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he has like nightmares about that moment, you know, on the, and when he just really effed him up on that balcony yeah. in the, that, where is it? The place where he lives, the volcano area, whatever. The red yeah, place. I forgot the name of the volcano yeah, area, but I know what The volcano about. area, the red place where he really just, mm-hmm. you're yeah, my brother, just... Anakin. <laughs> you were the chosen one. I won. Oh, <laughs> so. uh, but, yeah, but uh, it was, um. so yeah, we, we, we kind of know where, where things are. And you're right. It's, yeah. He didn't know that, that, you know, that Anakin was alive. He was alive. Um, yeah, you know, you, and this is, okay, this is a a great example of what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast about people being fans of things and maybe having opposite points of view on the show. And you and I, we have an opposite point of view of the show. Yeah. Because I think you liked it a lot more than I did. Yes, that is. I have my my reasons why I didn't like it and you have your reasons why you liked it. So let's, let's, you're the Watchaholic here, as am I, but you are the main Watchaholic. (laughs) Give me your, give me, give me your highlights of the show. What did you, what did you, you know, what did you love about it? Oh man. Okay. Highlights of the show. So for me, I, I loved seeing, um, when McGregor back, I thought all the, I I thought he did great in the show. I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I I, I agree. I I think he did. Fantastic in this show. I thought I loved. I don't know how you, I don't remember how you felt about the little about little Leia. I I liked little Leia. I thought their relationship together was was nice, especially because we do know that and the whole connecting thing. You know, we do know that in a New Hope, she does reach out to him. Why mm-hmm. I don't know. So I did like 
that relationship and seeing that unfold um, by the end. I I have a soft spot for it. I thought the little girl was super cute. I thought she was perfectly cast. I was like little Leia. I thought she was adorable. Um, I did. <laughs> I I'm trying to think about that this show right now as I'm thinking like trying to think about the episodes. As it feels I like a long. It feels like a long time ago, right? Like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was trying to think um, of stuff too. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's like what happened in the first episode. Okay, like what happened in the second? <laughs> like what happened yeah. in this episode? Um, now Anakin back as Darth Vader. Obviously, to me, that's this my favorite. My favorite. Well, I have two favorite moments, and I, it was the moment when he is looking for Obi Wan, and he's just like just ruthlessly killing people in the, uh, um, in that in street, that town, yeah, in that street, town, yeah. and he's just like literally just killing people. Like he's just like I, he just, just like he is so far gone. Like he just is is gone mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I loved that scene. I I I loved the way it was shot. Um, especially where there's that moment where Obi-Wan's like looking at him and then out of nowhere he turns his head, but then Obi-Wan's not there anymore. Oh my God, I loved that. Um, I loved that whole sequence when he is running away from him and he just kind of like shows up in the shadows. Like It's like super dark, but when you mm-hmm. see her, the lightsabers, oh, oh, it was so good. That, I loved that. I loved that whole episode I loved because then he like puts him through the fire and yeah, he, I mean, if if we're thinking about like, what really could have happened. It's like, oh, obviously he could have just killed him, but he didn't. You know, like there's like all those thoughts that people have. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, but like, oh, come on. Like he could have just easily killed him. He could have not let him go. You know, there's all these other thoughts. But for what it was, I thought I really enjoyed it. I, I loved that um that moment that he had where he you could tell he's just been waiting so long to be like, you F fucking you fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did this mm-hmm. to me. You're gonna feel what I feel. And I I loved that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did really enjoy as well the last episode or the, the last two episodes, I guess, or the last mm-hmm. two. I did like the last two episodes a lot um, when Darth Vader like holds back the 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 people that are trying to leave in the in the ship and, and they're, they're off. Like I, I really loved all that. The uh, What was the name of the character? The girl or the woman uh, that was Reva. helping no, 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 oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, the other one. Reva's a whole different topic. Yeah. Um, um, let me see. Let me get you a name for her. Uh, Tala. Yeah, Tala. Oh, yeah. that character grew on me. So, like her, her death actually did really affect me. I thought yeah, yeah. her like that. I was like, oh god, because it was like it was to me that really reminded that really gave me a Rogue One moment where people were sacrificing themselves for mm-hmm. the for you know the rebellion, the cause. Yeah. the cause, and I'm just like, oh my god, that moment when she says, oh, I'll be the have. Uh, may the force be with you and then she like hits it I was like oh my god like that just I can think about it right now it gets me kind of emotional it was so good and then the finale episode that final showdown mm-hmm. the final showdown between um, Obi-Wan and Darth I thought was it was in my opinion I, I loved every second of it I didn't have any gripes with it when he just rip, like slices that helmet and then you see half of uh anakin and and then the other side's like darth and then the lighting on it with the red and then the blue Mm. like oh my god it was uh and then i think at um hayden christensen did a a wonderful wonderful job in that scene um to me it was very redeeming um especially because like you already know where this character is going and things Mm -hmm. like that and how eventually he does turn good at the end and sacrifices himself to 
save um, Luke and I, I I personally did love that scene and then the, their connection in that too was also just so powerful and you could just mm-hmm. tell at the end when Obi-Wan was just like all right goodbye Darth and he's like he's a, he's he's in he has faced the fact that his his friend his brother is is, is dead. gone is yeah, dead. dead like he's he dead, has officially yeah. been like all right he's yeah. he's dead um so those were for me right now that I could think of were like some of my really uh things that mm-hmm. I really really liked. Um now what I didn't like about the show or things that I thought were like meh um I definitely do agree with the whole Reva character. I and I think it was the acting that I didn't like. I think I didn't like her acting and and, it, and it's nothing against the actress or anything. I just I, I I just didn't like her in this role. She could be a phenomenal actress. I don't know, but just Something about this character, I was never really like. I could never tell like what she wanted. Like I was just like, is she bad? Is she good? Is she gonna turn bad? Like where? Like where is this going? And then I thought there was also a lot of just too much convenience happening. Like that whole the whole episode at the end when like Darth kept her alive. I thought that was silly. And then she pretty much I don't know how the hell she got back to Tatooine. Did you have a ship? How'd you get there? Like, and then you're just like kind of like wobbling. I'm like, you should be dead. Like, there is there's no way that you have survived this. Like, that to me, that really annoyed me. Like, that was which it was just way too convenient. Like, there are some things that you're like, okay, like they could have done. No, that to me, there is no reason why she should have been kept alive other than be like, oh, she's gonna turn good. But I'm like. But I didn't care about her enough. Like, I just never felt that compelled about her story. Um, and I think that a lot of people kind of felt this way. Um, I, like, to me, that was, like, the main thing. I just felt like I just wasn't, I didn't care too much about her. And I wish I did. And I don't know if it's just because, like, there just wasn't enough ground or just I just couldn't understand, like, why she was so mad in the beginning of the movie and she's just like killing people and she's killing what are they called the the bad guy the bad guys rodney yeah, has a really the, the big inquis- uh, the inquisitors they, i know rodney has a lot of thoughts about the inquisitors about them not being threatening enough and just kind of silly and honestly to me the the whole the whole aspect of what a villain is in this show made no sense to me i i when you have when you have Characters like this, you know, Obi-Wan and Darth, those, just those two alone. Um, What was the point of having Inquisitors in this show? And again, this is how I felt. This is what I feel about modern Star Wars. It's all fan service. They are literally just trying to throw things in these shows for nostalgia and fan service. There is no point of it to help push the story along. And mm-hmm. to me, you are doing a total disservice to the story you're trying to tell. Because what is the story? What what are you what's what's what story are you trying to tell with Obi-Wan? You're trying to fill in the gap between um uh Return of the Jedi and And a New Hope. And then no, 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 I'm sorry. Um, the return revenge, revenge of, the of the Sith, Sith and and <laughs> yeah. you're trying to fill yeah. in that gap. Okay, bet you want to do that. Great. I feel like there was other ways of doing this because again, 
this falls in line to what I was talking about with Grogu going with Luke at the end of the Mandalorian season two. We have three classic Star um, Wars movies. There is literally, literally no mention of Inquisitors, mention of a Reva character, a mention of any of these things in those movies. Not one. Leia. But don't they talk about Inquisitors in those the Rebel shows? Maybe they mention it. Maybe they. I think they're like. In what Rebels? Yeah, aren't they like? No, in Rebels, yes, yeah, in Rebels, yeah, but that's different. That's Rebels. I'm talking about the original movies. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Maybe they mentioned the word Inquisitor, but there is literally no mention of of this history. Um, with re like, there's just none of that matters. But it's like in this show, they tried to make it matter. But then it's if you look at the show, it made no sense because the Inquisitors didn't do a damn thing. They did nothing. So at the beginning of the show, you're trying to force us like, oh, yeah, these are the bad guys because they are intimidating. They walk in a particular way. They look a particular way. So we're supposed to be scared and intimidated by them. I wasn't. I agree with you about the whole Reva character. I think it's I think it's two things. I think it's I think the acting, I felt like the I felt like the actress was trying too hard at yes. times. Yes, yeah. Like I just like I couldn't yeah. and I think a lot of that had to do with the writing. I don't think the writing for that character was very well done. I just don't Agreed. think it was. Yeah. I it wasn't strong enough. Um like and that's the, whole, that's the thing. Like it might have not even been like the actress. It could just be like the it writing. Been, like, I'm like, it could have been the this writing. Is, this is the best I can do with what I've got. Unfortunately, that is a a, a downfall of like being an actor. Sometimes it's like sometimes you're just gonna have you're not gonna have the best writing. You're just gonna have to do yeah. the best you can with what yeah. you got. The writing the writing wasn't very good for her, for her. And mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you about her getting stabbed. And in that movie, I'm like, wait a minute. So fucking Qui-Gon Jinn, who's like a Jedi master, got fucking yes. stabbed by um, Darth Maul and he fucking died. You know, you got stabbed by fucking Darth Vader, dude. And with a lightsaber. To get, with a lightsaber. And you got to get on a plane to go to a different thing and then to keep fighting. I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. What the fuck that, is going on? That took me out of more than reality. I'm like, this it made makes no, absolutely no sense. It made like, no there's sense. no way. It no made way. absolutely no sense. And and um, yeah, the, her her motivations like, because there was a point in the show where I'm like, okay, this chick is more she's leading on to more than what she's supposed to be. She's probably good, but she's so far gone and being bad that she's kind of just lost herself. It's kind of like when you when a when a cop you don't know if you've seen these movies like that when the cops go undercover they go deep undercover where they kind of lose the identity of oh yeah who they okay. are and you know at that there was a point in the series I'm like okay maybe this maybe Reva is like that she's lost all sense of who she's supposed yeah. to be but then it's just the whole motivation of everything yeah yeah there was just a lot of that and. And um, you know, to to double back on, on on the highlights that you say, I agree with a lot of those highlights. But I'm also kind of like, okay, listen, I already know how brutal Darth Vader can be, and yeah, I agree that scene where he goes into the town and he like fucking kills all those people, like you know, one by one. That shit was badass. I thought that was awesome. You know what I mean? I thought that was really cool and done very well. But I also think about Rogue One, and I said, yeah, but Rogue One did it better. 
that last scene in Rogue Uh-oh. One where he gets yeah, on which that is ship. Like the, which is the beginning of A New Hope, that whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like, okay, Rogue One did that shit better. Like just and and it was and it was literally like a like a minute and a half scene and they did it better and I was more afraid there than I was in this in this whole thing. I'll be I will be completely honest with you. That minute and a half scene in Rogue One, I was more scared of Darth Vader in that one minute and a half scene than I was in the whole Obi Wan show. To me, yeah, Rogue yeah, One brought Rogue yeah. One brought Darth Vader back to Darth Vader status than the Obi Wan show did because. But I technically, feel like, I mean, the Obi Wan show is like way before that, so like he hasn't even gotten to that yet. No, I, I get it, but I'm talking about pre- I'm talking about presence, and I'm talking about the way the, sh- the, the 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 whole scene was done. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm not talking about powers or whatnot. I don't give a shit about the power. It's the presence. You know what I mean? And and but, but again, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe he just hasn't. Reach that presence yet? Okay, okay. I, I, all right, I'll, 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 I'll fly. I'll fly with that. I'll fly with that. I'll fly like, with that. Like he's supposed to be like pretty, like you know, you have. He's supposed to be like James Earl Jones. Like he's supposed to be like older by the time we get to like Rogue One and New Hope. Like right, this is right. still like no, it's still it's still years. a good yeah. It's a good still a good ten more years because I don't know how, yeah. how old Leia was. Leia was Leia was like, like ten on the show, which I that kid did not look ten. She was probably um, like eight or something. Yeah, but she was supposed to be ten. So I'm assuming New Hope Leia was what seventeen, yeah, seventeen so, or eighteen or something. Yeah, so, so like yeah, okay. eight. Years. So there's still more. There's still more seasoning there. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. But no, no, that scene where he's in the town, it's still cool. I liked it. But then, okay, he's fighting Obi Wan in those like in that industrial area where there's like a lot of grain or sand. Yeah. And then there's the fire, and he drags Obi Wan through the fire, and it was like, oh my god, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, all right, it was brutal, but I'm like, what did I get from the scene? In the sense of he dragged them through fire. Cause and this is something we talked about off the podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me that when we saw Obi-Wan as a as an older man in especially in New Hope, and he has burn marks on oh, his face. Yeah. Yeah, 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 then yeah, yeah. it'd be like, oh shit, this is when it happens. This is how Obi-Wan got yeah. the burn marks because it was yeah. it was Darth that did this. So Obi-Wan doesn't have anything. He has no scars or anything like that. So that whole scene of him doing that, it fell flat to me because I'm like, okay, fine. He I guess he beat him up. But because it's just that's how because Darth Vader is Darth Vader because of what Obi-Wan did to yeah. him on that planet. If Obi-Wan didn't fuck him up like that, he would just be Anakin as Darth Vader without the helmet. He would just be like that. But yeah. the reason he's he's all covered up is because Obi-Wan did that to him. Things. He got his ass handed to him. Darth Vader didn't do anything to Obi-Wan in terms of injuries. It's not like he's missing an arm. Like, you know, like if you were to tell yeah. me, oh, yeah, he yeah. has some sort of physical thing. And it was because of this fight. This was the fight that did it. So when it happened, I'm like, okay, he beat him up, but it just it it was it didn't do it didn't deliver for me because of that. And again, this goes back to what I was saying. We know way too much about the Skywalker and the Skywalker saga. We are mm-hmm. well versed mm-hmm. and educated in the history of these characters. So when you do a show like this, it's hard to surprise people because we already know a no. lot about these characters. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when we watch these shows, what do we want? We want to be surprised. We want to be like, oh, 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 wow. This is how, oh. But mm-hmm. 
when it comes to these characters, we already know. We know where the value is. We know where we're supposed to be surprised and shocked at because it's already been laid out for us. It's been done. You know, we have before uh, before the Obi-Wan show, we have four original movies. We have New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. We have three movies there that are supposed to lead us into what these characters are. Technically, mm-hmm. after Obi-Wan Kenobi, we only have a new hope in terms of uh, in terms of Obi-Wan's history. We don't have anything else after, um, um, with that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, those are the things where I'm like, okay, wouldn't it have been cooler if we got um, an Obi-Wan show? And I know it would have been hard to do because Ewan McGregor is an older guy now. Yeah. So it's hard to do a but I just I'm just assuming, wouldn't it have been cool if we got a show with Obi-Wan when he's first like going through the trials of becoming a Jedi? Maybe where he meets quite oh, a prequel. Like, yeah, you see? Like if you want to uh, do something with Obi-Wan, do that. Because I think yeah, they but you wouldn't have you been would able have to more, do that. No, I know, but you wouldn't have more there. leeway with telling stories. Because mm-hmm. there you can like we don't know about a lot of that stuff. But here we know, we know everything. After that, we have Rogue One. Like, you know, there's just, we know too much. So the the surprise values of things happening to me wasn't okay. there. So, and I think that was one of the, my, that was one of my major gripes. Like, I didn't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. this, what this series wanted to be. And I feel like it just should have, honestly, I feel like this series, this series should have just been Darth trying to find Obi-Wan. That's what it should have been from jump. We didn't, you, you could have, the Inquisitors, if they wanted to do the Inquisitors, they could have done a series on the Inquisitors. Give them their own show, do something about them. They could have done that. They didn't. They shoehorned it into this show. You didn't need to do that. You could have literally done a show about the Inquisitors trying to find Hunt Leia and Jedi. Do that. Or do that. Hunt Jedi. Yeah. yeah, you could have done that. Mm-hmm. But this Obi-Wan show, I feel like it should have just been Darth Vader, like it should have been Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader where they're chasing each other or, or, or Darth is chasing Obi-Wan. That's what it should have been from jump. And I feel like we would have, as an audience, we would have got more enjoyment of that instead of us trying to dissect. Oh well, Leia, he's trying to save Leia. Leia escaped again. Da 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 da. Oh, like um, this you know, thing. yeah, okay. yeah. And 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 no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, you know, it annoyed me at first, but I understand. She's a kid. She's gonna do that. That's fine. But I feel like there was too much time wasted on characters that didn't need to get focused on. The uh, uh, Reva was one of them. The Inquisitors was another. Um. What else? Uh, yeah, I just I, it, it was it was not enough time given where it was not focused on where it should have been. You know what I mean? Like I would have liked more time with Darth Vader. I would have liked more personal time with Darth Vader. Let's see what he is, how he is in his lair. Let's see more of that as opposed to like, oh, the Inquisitors are arguing with each other. The other Inquisitor, <laughs> Han from from Fast and the Furious, he's he always looks like he's pissed off for some reason. I, th- that dude did nothing the entire series, nothing. I'm like, no, nothing. Y'all could have done more. You could have given me more of those, uh, more stories of Darth Vader, more stories of Obi Wan by himself, something like that. I would have preferred that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that, so I was a little disappointed. I was disappointed about that. I'm not gonna lie, I was disappointed with the series. I just I wanted more of those things, and I didn't get it. It's fine. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I agree with you. I did like the ending. I like that it came back to Luke. Because that's the other thing. This series really tried to shift a lot of focus on Leia to show how important Leia was. Yeah. I feel like they kind of left Luke hanging. I'm like, y'all left Luke out there. Like, 
Luke is not a nobody. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that is that? I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be a season two of this. I don't know what's. I don't think so. I think it was meant to just be a limited series. Yeah. So it's like that's the thing. I'm like I'm like yo, but Luke is right there. Y'all like literally ignoring like Luke. Really? What the fuck was that all about? You know what I mean? I mean like, it was just weird to me. That aspect was yeah. very weird to me because if you focus on one kid, why not focus on the other kid? So yeah, yeah. that I was my weirdness I about it. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. Um, what was I gonna say? I feel like there was oh, okay. Well, then this could help segue into uh the newest series of Star Wars, yeah. which is Andor. Yeah, and you know, you, we were just talking, or you were just saying, like, oh well. You know, there's this whole middle between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. But we already know what happens. So a lot of people, so this show, so Andor is the newest show. It's on Disney Plus right now. Um, and it has 10 ep- uh, 12 episodes, so it's not over yet. But um, this show is another one that I think a lot of people are not really into for some odd reason. Not a lot of people are watching this show. But it's because they say, well, we already know what happens. Why do I care about watching a story about Cassian Andor when I know the outcome, that he dies? So um, what is your take on that? Because you were you were saying like, oh, well, I already know what happens. What was the point of the show? So what makes Andor different in your mind that you're like, no, this show is needed. This show is awesome. I love it. Is it – and do you – does that like – do you not care? Like, well, I don't care. I know he dies, but I'm so interested in his story. Why do you feel more into this show in that regard than you would Obi-Wan and Darth when you already know what the outcome is? I will say this. Mm-hmm. Out of all the modern Disney-led um, Star Wars um, things, movies, series, or anything, the best thing Disney has ever done under again with the Star Wars thing is a movie called Rogue One. Rogue One is absolutely phenomenal. Oh yes, I absolutely agree. Um, absolutely agree. The re- fantastic and, and, film. and mind you, with Rogue One, we could we said we could say the same thing about what we said about what you were just saying about Andor. Why do I need to see a a, a movie about this? You know, we already know where this is going to lead to. But then this is the magic of what Rogue One is. And this is what the magic of Andor is. They literally are showing you what Star Wars is. They're taking, but they're emphasizing on one word, war. And that's the thing with Rogue One. Rogue One was a war movie. It was literally Saving Private Ryan. It was Dirty Dozen. It was that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it introduced us characters that we all fell in love with. We didn't need to, we didn't need individual solo movies to to fall in love with these characters. Within this movie, we fell in love with all these characters because they all played a part in the grand scheme of what the rebellion was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to Rogue One. And Rogue One again was special because it got to breathe. It was its own thing it didn't need to result to always having to attach itself to the 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 skywalkers only in the end you know and even throughout the movie we heard very little in regards to 
the Jedi, other than when the blind monk would say, "The force, oh. I am the force. The force is yeah. with me." That's yeah. it. Outside of that, we didn't hear much. No, and mm-hmm. I think that that's what made that movie special. It felt like its own thing. It felt like a movie within the Star Wars universe, and that's what I could say about Andor. If you're not watching Andor right now, you are doing a massive disservice to Absolutely. yourself. Yes. Yes. This. Agree. Agree. agree, agree. And I'm going to say something super controversial right now, but I don't really care. This is, to me, it's on par with Mandalorian. Oh, it might even absolutely. Be, it, might even I be, agree. it might even be better. I'll be. I'll even take it that far. This show is so damn good because it feels real, man. Like. I don't remember the last time I seen anything in regards to Star Wars other than Rogue One that felt real. Real. It's I, like the stakes are just at Oh er, my er, god. Dude. So much higher than anything else. And it's I think most importantly, it's because it's just regular people. Yes. No one here has a lightsaber. There's no crazy fights. It's just people in the middle of this war quote-unquote going on you have a rebellion that is just igniting because we're not even there yet right so it's kind of just like yeah and that's my and that's my thing i am i i i love this show i love it you know is there a lot of talking yes there's a lot of talking but sometimes you need that because that talking that dialogue it builds up tension it builds up drama you know what I mean? This is more akin to a political thriller, too. You know what I mean? Like you have you have scenes here with Mon Mothra and 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 people within the Senate, and then you have like you get these different points of view that make the Star Wars world feel real, real. feel tangible. Mm-hmm. You know, like this show has made me like fear um Empire officers again. Because that's the thing. The newer movies, it made Empire officers oh, like a joke. God. A literal fucking joke. Oh, God. Like, like, like Kylo Ren was taking, um, uh, uh, what's, his, what's his face? The, the redhead guy. Yeah. Throwing him against the wall. Like I'm, like I'm like, what the fuck is this? But this show, like when, when, when we're in those rooms with these people, they look so intimidating. They look like you, you're scared of them because the way they look, the way they move, the way they walk, it's akin to like, a a a a soldier like almost like a like what which was um Lucas's intention of making them look almost like Nazis that's how I when I look at them that's how they look yes. like yes. I feel intimidated but that's yes. the point you know what I mean like it's so good and then again it goes into the whole rebellion aspect which is what Rogue One did it goes into like even within the rebels who are supposed to be the good guys they're not really good there's some these bad are people. these There's are people that are bad. These are people that have killed other people to get what they need. The moral compass in this show is all over the place because when you're talking about a rebellion, you're talking about bringing something down. Sometimes there is no moral compass. There is no gray area. It's black or white, or maybe there is a gray area. But even within that gray area, there's black and white, and that's what this show does. That's what this show makes you feel when you're watching it, and that's why I love this show. It is fantastic. The new episode just dropped. I just saw it. I don't know you haven't seen it yet. No, so I haven't seen it. We yet. can't discuss. But I want to discuss the episode before that, though. The, the oh my eye. god, man! God, oh. the, the heist oh, into man. oh my. Now that so like it it is interesting because so that was episode six because yeah, yeah that was episode six so it's halfway through the season so you had the first I think three the first three episodes which mm-hmm. was about Cassian and then his life on where. Where was it? 
his uh, I, yeah, don't, I, I don't know where he yeah. lives. I don't know names. I, I that's the worst thing with me in Star Wars. I never know names other than mm-hmm. Tatooine. I'm like, I don't know what it's, it it's a lot, it's, it's a, a lot, lot. It's names, man. World. Yeah. So, or galaxy. So, you've mm. got like, um, you have the first three episodes that were just about that part, then he leaves, and then you've got three episodes that are just him and this new group, and then episode six happened. Basically, everyone, spoiler alert died so then it's just like now i don't yeah i didn't watch episode six i mean episode seven so i don't know what the next thing is or Mm. where he is now but to me it was kind of like it felt like little pieces where it's like okay we're gonna spend time with this group of people now we're gonna spend time with these group of people now we're gonna move on to the next Mm -hmm. group or whatever the next people it's gonna highlight or cassian's next journey Mm -hmm. that last episode obviously really you know it explained what you were just talking about how they are good and they're a good Good and bad people. So, you know, we had the the character Skeen, who mm-hmm. at the end turns out that he's not really a good guy. There were some people who were like, oh, like before, you know, you know, Cassian kills him. It was like, oh, was that a test? You know, mm-hmm. was he testing him? Was he or was he really a a bad guy? I think he was bad. Yeah. Some people questioned it. And they were like, oh, well, I don't know. Like maybe he was just testing him. And you know, it makes you think. You're like in that moment, like. Cassian didn't blink. It was like, bitch, you're dead. Like he And that's but you see, that's what I'm talking about. That's the that's what makes this show special. It's that you don't know, you really don't know who the good guy, the bad guy is. You don't know because that's the whole point. This universe is like the wild, wild west right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have people that are running scared from the Empire. You have people that are for the Empire. You have people that are fighting against the Empire. But even within those people, there are people that are trying to get their advantage in whatever plan they're trying to yeah. do. And to me, that's what makes this show so unpredictable. It doesn't feel like anything we've seen since Rogue One. Agreed. This it, it it is very Rogue One. This it's is very, like the very vibes Rogue are one. the vibes of Rogue One in this thing are crazy, yeah. and that's what I wanted. I wanted that so much from this show, and I am getting it, and that's why I'm so mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how people are not watching it. So many people are not like a lot. Of people and I think are it's not. because I think it's because again, oh, it doesn't have any Jedi, it doesn't have any lightsabers, and it's like. And we already know the outcome. That's the big one. A lot of people have been saying like, oh, I don't want to watch this because it's like, oh, why do I care about this Cassian guy? He died. It's, but, and, and that's there's the so thing. Much it's more like, to it. yeah. There's much more to it than that. You know what I mean? There's much more growth that comes out of this, you know? And I just hope that whatever episodes we have left with this show, it doesn't adhere to the other shows where it has to fucking connect to, to Skywalkers or anything. Uh. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that because I don't want it to. But let me just highlight something also about this show. I don't, I don't know how this was shot. I don't know if this was shot in the volume or this was shot on location. Mm-hmm. But this show is shot so beautifully. Like the shots in this show. And I'm not even talking about the scenery. The scenery is beautiful. But I'm, I'm even talking just about the simple shots. The way they catch the officers. The way the shadows hit like mm-hmm. those are things that add atmosphere and add mystery to scenes and to characters it is so beautifully shot and then remember we we're talking about with obi-wan Kenobi, we we're talking about reva look at the writing in this show the writing in this show is oh so, it's kind of different it's, it's so a different, different. it's literally yeah. like honestly that's what i was saying like i think this might be it's on Power Mandalorian. It might be even better. The writing is so 
just it's on a higher degree. Yeah, it's, it's on very a literal different. higher degree. But that's the, that makes me wonder. It's just like so what what is going on that they are having like a show like Andor with some. I, I, it's just because the tone is so different. The That's tone, what it is. The tone is the different. The tone is different. Which this is show different. is not meant. It's not meant for kids. Like Mandalorian, you could tell. Not that it's meant for kids, but you could tell that it's. You could you could sit down and watch it with like a family. This show, I don't think it's meant to be what sat down and watched with mm-hmm. a family because of the topics in the show. This show talks about. I mean, because let's be a hundred percent real. And you know, I'm about to get a little political in this show, uh, in this podcast. You know, not not in terms of just like you know U.S. politics, but mm-hmm. politics in general. The rebel, it, it, okay. You know how we have good guys, bad guys. Good guys or bad guys are different from wherever part of the country you are. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. here, we say, "Oh, we're the good guys," and whatever country we're at war with is the bad guys. bad guys. But if you go to that country, they're the good guys and we're the bad, the bad guys. guys. With Rogue One, I mean, I'm sorry, with Rogue One, with Cass, with, with, with Andor, the rebels, from the standpoint of the Empire, are viewed like terrorists. Mm-hmm. So you know how we think of what a terrorist is. A terrorist yeah. could be anyone who terrorizes an establishment. It's not about a religion. It's not about a, a race of people. It is a group of people or a person who terrorizes an established civilization or or construct. That's yeah. what a terrorist is. And that's what this show is about. That's why this show is very, very like a political thriller. Mm-hmm. Because the rebels themselves are terrorists. The whole thing that happened with that last episode. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're tre- like in this episode, I'll on the new episode, I'll just say one little thing. They're treating it as it was a robbery. That's what they're saying. Mm. But within the circles of the empire, a lot of people are saying is, no, this was an attack. And because this was an attack, we're going to change our approach. And you'll see. Uh. And that's what, and that I'm telling you, man, this show is, is on a level of Star Wars that I have never seen before. And it shows you that Star Wars could be taken to a higher level, a higher degree of intrigue. It's not all just fucking lightsabers and 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 Jedi and Sith. No, no. This is this much world more is real. this world, and it can, not only that, it can be more dangerous and more scary without any of those things. And that to me yeah. is what makes this show different. Yeah. I don't need to have Darth Vader walking around, or or Darth Maul or Palpatine to show me fear. I don't need mm-hmm. that or to scare me. The way things are going down on this show, it's scary enough. Why? Because it mimics a lot of what's happening now. Mm. And that is what makes this show so good. Because it literally feels like I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing what's happening out there in our world. But I'm seeing it on this show, a Star Wars show. And it makes it that much more interesting. So honestly, this show is it's fantastic. I hope it continues in this in the path that it's going because I think it's it, that I, good. Yeah, I think it will because it, they definitely have a plan. They already know two seasons, twenty four episodes. It's like also oh, it's getting uh, it's getting it's oh getting too, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah no it's is there it's already been planned. This is a two oh, season, awesome. twelve episodes each, and there's a time jump because it's supposed to this is this is supposed to be five years before Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to, like we don't know at this point 
I, I don't know if there was a time jump between last episode and this next episode. You know, I have to look at it again because I feel like there was. I didn't notice because I, I had to get up to do something and I had let the episode oh, play. I okay. might have to go back and check, but yeah, I do I feel know. like there was some sort a of time bit, jump. Yeah, so there's supposed to be a couple of, giant, of time jumps within the two seasons because mm-hmm. they do have to cover like five years before Cassian or before, yeah, before Cassian meets that his fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I do think that they, there is a plan. So I'm pretty sure it should keep to this tone, keep to like what's like the, the, the tone and the writing, the acting, I think will will stay pretty, pretty consistent, which yeah. makes me happy because if they have a plan, they know where they're doing, where it's going. That is always a good thing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um I'm loving this show. It is. And it's it's interesting because it also, to me, I was never the person that was like, I don't need the show. But I was never like, oh, like, yeah, I'm really excited to see it either. I was kind of like, oh, I'll check it out. Because I, I do really like Rogue One. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But I was never like, oh, I, I guess I was also thinking like other people because I was like, well, I don't really need a show about and like Cassie. And I'm just like, all right, great. And but now watching it, I'm like, oh, well, this is I'm not even thinking about the fact that this character dies. Like I I, I, I to me, there's no I'm not looking at this and being like, oh, yeah, well, what's the point of this conversation? Because he's going to die in five years. Like mm-hmm. I'm so in it in every single episode mm-hmm. that I'm not even thinking about the future. I am so present in what is happening right now in this timeline mm-hmm. and who he's meeting, how the, the you know, the, 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 the little spark of the rebellion, because technically I think at this point there is no rebellion yet. I no. think it is still, it's the, the, like, a, I think someone said at the end of the last episode, I was like uh, watching a reaction episode and somebody was like, oh man, like that must, that was cool because it was the first time you heard rebel. There was a rebel attack. You know, mm-hmm. like you hear that, and you're like, oh man, it's happening. The little sparks, it's happening. The, yep. the, it is forming in its in its own way. The rebellion yep. is forming. So that's why I really just uh yeah, and it, yeah. like you were saying, the writing is freaking fantastic. Yep. Um, you do these the characters that we had just met, who just all died, even though we were only with them for three episodes. Like you cared about these characters. Yep. You were like, oh my god, like no. This guy, oh no! Like you were, you only and again, it was that. it was all based off of the little conversations that we yes. encountered little, with all yes. these things, and 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 again, that's and it, that's a that's a trope back to Rogue One, and that's a trope back to war movies in general, where you have these soldiers mm-hmm. um, meet up and they speak and they talk about their past a little bit, but they give you just enough information as an audience member to be drawn in. Like yes. I think about, I think about Saving Private Ryan, and I think about you know, that movie. And I think about how all those soldiers, we didn't know who these soldiers were. They just came together and we've went along their journey. Yes. They had a mission, just like how in Rogue One, they had a mission. Had a mission just yeah. like how in that slide episode, they all had a mission. We only know so much about them, but you mm-hmm. felt you cared about them. You you mm-hmm. you got enough info to just go on this journey. And, and, and that's how you should treat this show. Listen, that whole thing of like, oh yeah, well, I, I don't care because I know he dies. Every character fucking dies. Any show you watch, yeah. any movie you watch, the character is going to die. It's going to happen. That character is going to have an end. It's going to have a finale at some point. Mm-hmm. So that whole mm-hmm. I, that whole excuse of like, oh, well, I I don't want to watch the show because I know what happens if the character dies. 
no, that's not good enough. If the story is good that's being told, you should watch it. Yeah. That's why I, that's why yeah. I always say, watch it. Don't give an opinion on something if you haven't watched it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then if you, okay, this is my other thing. If you don't care about the show, then don't give an opinion about it. Don't talk about it. Leave it, let it be. But don't be one of these people that's like, oh, yeah, um, oh, this thing sucks and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Well, wait, have you watched it? Oh, no, I haven't. So then how do you know it sucks? And how do you say anything? Yeah. And also, also, like, my thing, and this is just in general with any with TV shows, and, you know, we've talked about this because it's very easy. You watch three, two, three episodes, and you're like, mm, I don't know if this is for me. Sometimes it takes a while for things to warm up. And you never know where the show could go. So I always say just watch the whole thing. Watch watch and it. Watch just watch it. the whole thing. Now, if this one thing, if you're just like not that's not your type of show, you're not interested, it is what it is. If you don't watch it, fine. But like if you watch if you if you've given three episodes to a show, you might as well just watch the whole thing because you just don't know. Sometimes shows need a little bit of a setup, especially when it's coming from scratch. You know, with this show, there's a lot of talking. People are like, Well, I don't want to sit here and watch these people talk. I'm like, Sometimes it just you need some build up. People gotta talk. Yeah, it's so a I'm slow like, burn. Everything's a there's such thing as a slow burn. Slow yeah. burns are a thing. Let it happen and let mm-hmm. it get there and, and watch it. But again, if yeah. you're listen, if you don't watch something and you're not getting any enjoyment, then and you can stop watching it. You could stop watching it. No one's saying not to keep watching mm-hmm. things. But again, at the end of the day, give it an opportunity. Give it an opportunity. And I can yeah. talk about that all day. Yeah. But yeah. not today, friends, unfortunately. Our time. Has come. Um, but uh, this was an awesome, awesome episode uh, to record. Star Wars is like yeah. a really, really, really big one. And I'm pretty sure yeah. we will, at some point, we'll probably do a, uh, like, another half. We could do, like, the season. Yeah, the rest. We could do the rest we of the season of Andor. The rest of yeah. Andor. We can give our final opinions on another episode where we'll go deep into our final, final opinions of yes, how it yes, ended, yes. where it's going. Because who knows how this episode will, like, how the yeah. show, will this season would end. Is it yeah. a cliffhanger? You know, things like that. But, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Rod, thanks for being here, as always. Um, please, guys, um, if you're new here, click that nice little check mark, a little subscribe thing, so you can know anytime I'm going to post a new podcast episode with uh, Rodney over here. Um, Rodney, do you have a place where people can find you? <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, I'm trying to. At the moment, I'm trying to figure things out. I do have another podcast of my own called the Finding Your Cool Podcast. It's a different one. Talk about mental health and you know positive stuff. Um, uh, we're still kind of in hiatus, but we're going to be coming back soon. It's a podcast hosted by me, so it's solo dolo. Um, and that you can actually find on anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, it's called the Finding Your Cool Podcast. You know, please subscribe and download and uh it's a lot of good episodes you know um it's very uh, good. we mental talk health. about um about a mental health stuff we talk about a lot of personal stuff and you know you never know you could listen to something and you might need it for that day um and uh, for now that's where i'm at i have some other stuff other projects that are that are, might be coming and once that does happen i will let everybody know awesome and of course guys you can find me on tiktok at the watchaholic super easy duper um and also on instagram at the watchaholic i also do have a youtube channel that's right my friends i also have a youtube channel uh the watchaholic so you can just look me up at that on the at that name on any other platform um but uh guys i will see you guys in the next podcast or not see you i'll hear you guys in the next podcast i guess (laughs) okay Peace out.